of the Chiefs, Mitch Altus. You're listening to exclusive coverage of Chiefs football. Here's the voice of the Chiefs, Mitch Altus. Yeah. That's pretty good. Philip Rivers just heard it. Philip with 1L Rivers just heard that all the way in wherever he's at, Carson or San Diego, wherever they're at. Anyway, welcome tonight to our Chiefs Kingdom show. We're at the Hy-Vee Market Express. We're in the Northland, Inglewood Road, Gladstone uh, area, so we can wedge you in here. Otherwise, we had a sellout crowd here tonight. Uh, this is just in, breaking news. Chiefs 26, Bears 3. If you're keeping track at home, that is two straight opponents that have had three points in back-to-back weeks against us. All right, that is huge. We are again in Englewood Road in Gladstone, but I want to bring this up because Wahlburgers in Olathe, we got a ton of Olathe folks here tonight. I'm going to give the roll call in a second. And the 1981 Olathe High School football team is here tonight, which is cool. Uh, they're here tonight, having, and it's Olathe High School. Back There was only Olathe High School back in those days. All right. Wahlburgers in Olathe has gone wall out. You know Marky Mark, right? Well, his uh, dudes, including Chef Paul Wahlberg, have got Wahlburgs in Olathe. Anybody eating there? It's like phenomenal at 11935 South Black Bob Road in Olathe. That's where the old Olathe High team used to work out. Anyway, it's at the Wahlburgers. Uh, they have 40 new items, 40 new items, amazing apps, salads, sandwiches, specialty burgers, new delicious desserts. Check them out, Wahlburgers in Olathe. A lot of you are listening to us tonight, running around shopping, last-minute shopping. They're open till 10 tonight, so check out that new menu. Okay, for your veterans, I forgot to go over this on our pre-show show. The Chiefs Kingdom Show is also brought to you by... Bad boy mowers. Cheese Kingdom is bad boy country. Mow with an attitude. Okay. What a gigantic, awesome crowd tonight. Uh, here tonight at the Cheese Kingdom show. Here we go. We have got to mention a lot of folks from Olathe. The Olathe Northwest Ravens basketball team is here tonight, led by Mad Max and his band of thieves. They are here tonight. Uh, Susie Bling Bling's on the IR, so she's not here tonight. But we do have the geeks here. The geeks are here. Snowstorm Sandy's here tonight. BCE's hanging out with them. Weird Wolf is here tonight. Yeah. It's, and it's, it's mating season for the Weird Wolf, which is weird. He's, He's usually not here tonight. The the Brick is here tonight from Olathe. The best ref in the state of Kansas is here tonight. The best ref. The Kingdom Undercover agents are here tonight. I won't let you know who they are. They're undercover. But they have been scouting the Oakland Raiders for years. This isn't a Belichick deal. This is good. But anyway, 
Uh, they are here tonight. They have to move to Vegas, right, to keep the surveillance on. Uh, but the Kingdom Undercover agents are here tonight. The Olathe High School football team of 1981 is here tonight. OHS. Uh, long before there was Northwest and South and all that, there was only Olathe High School. They're here tonight with a special reunion. The Pi Kappa Alpha fraternity members here tonight from K-State, including one of the top students in construction science. The Red Coders are here tonight. Three fixed at 65, 24-7. The Red Guard is here tonight. Reed's Redheads are here tonight. Uh, I hope I mentioned Snowstorm Sandy. Home game for her uh, here tonight. Close, anyway. Uh, Here tonight from San Diego, on leave, he's one of our Marines from the Chiefs' Kingdom, Semper Fi. Our Marine from San Diego is here tonight uh, on leave. Hey, hey, Paul is here tonight. The Lake Lottawana Lake Rats, BCE. Sophie Bug is here tonight with her crew. Sophie Bug, who's become famous throughout the Chiefs' kingdom. Chief Pontiac is here tonight. A lot of you know Chief Pontiac, a.k.a. Dad. He is here tonight representing the Smith Center Redmen. Uh, also here tonight representing Ohio State University, another proud graduate of Olathe Northwest, but he's an astrophysicist. It is the first time in the, what, 20-year history of the Chiefs' kingdom show we've actually had an astrophysicist here I don't even know what they do, but it's pretty cool. So they're here. All right? Also here, BC, I mentioned, and Puppet Lady is here tonight. Puppet Lady. Where's Puppet Lady? Beat the bolts butts. Yeah. People have asked me, why, is there anything on the line this week against the Chargers? I'll talk about with Andy Reid here very shortly. Uh, and by the way, the German is here representing the German national soccer team is here as well. He'll sign autographs for you. Uh, yes, there's a lot on the line. The two seed is still in play. We can get the two seed, right? We must beat the Chargers. The Dolphins have to beat the Patriots. If you don't believe in miracles, Santa will not come to your house. Let's go Patriots. Dolphins, Dolphins, Dolphins. Sorry, I washed my mouth. That was soap. All right, we want to keep the three seed. Don't let the Texans have it. Uh, we got to beat the, the uh, Bolts. In that one, we can go 27 and three in this division in five years if we beat the Bolts. That is huge. You got it. And for the first time ever, if we win Sunday over the Chargers, we will have back-to-back 12-win seasons for the first time in the 60-year history of our franchise. That is huge. Now, what you have to do then, every one of those boxes to be checked, you've got to beat the Bolts. And you got to beat the Chargers. And here comes Philip with 1L Rivers. So it is time to put the hammer down, baby. You got it. When we come back, the architect of the winningest years in Chiefs history, Andy Reid, will join us after this on the Chiefs Fox Football Radio Network. Trubisky deep into the pocket. Chased by Terrell Suggs. And now they push him out of bounds. Clark and Suggs. If you want a nightmare, waking up in the middle of the night, have Frank Clark and Terrell Suggs chase you. Welcome, T-Sizzle, to the Chiefs' kingdom, putting tear into Trubisky, a loss of eight. Good evening, everybody. Welcome back to the High V in the Northland. We're at uh, 207 Northeast Inglewood Road. If you want to come join us tonight, as um, happy holidays and Merry Christmas to everyone. And with me now is the head coach, the winningest head coach in Kansas City Chiefs history. And this week can become the only head coach in Chiefs history to win 12 wins in back-to-back seasons. So give it up, ladies and gentlemen, your head coach, Andy Reid. 
All right, Coach, uh, heck of a night last night, as you've had a chance to look at it a little bit, uh, to go in and dominate the Bears 26-3. to If you've marinated on it, what would you see? Well, it was a team win, uh, first of all. I, I think all three phases contributed. Um, the fact that uh, they have two explosive returners, the fact that, that those guys didn't have explosive returns was a tribute to Dave and his crew. Defensively, I thought Spags had a, a great game plan. The guys executed it. And then Eric Bieniemy put together another good one. And, and, uh, and so, you know, all in all, it was just a good, solid performance. There is so much energy in the building. I asked you about that right before the game, but I was curious if that would translate to the field, and it did. It just seemed like there was energy on that field in all three phases. Well, there, there was, I mean, for various reasons, but we know half of their staff, uh, they've been here and have coached our guys. So uh, you always want to make sure you show well in front of those guys. And then uh, and it's that time of the year. I mean, Chicago is a great place to play. Um, it's a night game. And you're in front of the nation playing. And um, so you got the kingdom and you got the nation. I mean, it doesn't get any better than that. And we, we roll. So uh, it was a it was a good performance, though. And then to stack it up, like you're stacking these games up. People say stack the wins, but it's how you're stacking them because it seems like you're building something additional every week in all three phases. Well, and we've got room to improve. We've got to keep getting better. We Too many uh, offsides, holding call. You know, we, we've got to cut down the penalties um, and and really focus on that <clears throat> so, <clears throat> excuse me, so that we can um, – you know, be sharp as you as you enter the playoffs. Uh, in the meantime, we, we're busting our tail right now and getting ourselves ready for the Chargers. So we know how explosive they are and, and how they play, and uh, they've got a good defense and a good offense. And we've got to make sure that we're we're sound for that game first. I'm loving this 2019 team of the Chiefs. Just seems like they're overcomers. You overcame third and 18 and second and 28 on two separate drives to score. What does that mean for your team, and how do you do that? Well, it's the old line, Pat Mahomes, the receivers getting open, being on the same page with Pat and uh, Pat trusting him. I mean, it's uh, it's it is unique, and uh, but he's a unique guy, and the guys around him are unique. So um, you sit back and you you enjoy that. You, you don't want to be in those situations very often, but if you are, it's great to have the people we have to get you out of that. And so um, you know, we work on it. But again, I'm I'm telling you, I tell the guys, let's stay <laughs> let's stay out of those situations. <laughs> And then also on the defensive side, uh, you got Terrell Suggs in there and got him into a little bit of the rotation. I said on the play-by-play, a nightmare is a quarterback being chased by Terrell Suggs and Frank Clark. You actually had that a couple of times. But just how this defense continues to integrate front to back. Well, the best one was the first one that he was in on. I mean, he beats a tackle. He comes around the corner. He's he's beating down on <clears throat> Trubisky, and <clears throat> Trubisky kind of stays in bounds, and Frank pushes him out of bounds, gets a sack, and Suggs is the reason why he left the pocket to run out of bounds. I mean, it was <clears throat> uh, it was too funny. So uh, Suggs was right there with an arm's reach of getting him on his first play, and then he comes back in the next time. Next time they throw the ball, and he's right there again. And, and so... Um, you, you know, I mean, Brett's done a great job with that, bringing him here. And and then uh, you're talking about a future Hall of Famer. You're adding him into this mix where uh, we rotate and he doesn't have to play every day. And he's coming off a season where he was playing 70% of the plays. I mean, that's more than Frank Clark or any of our guys, really, uh, except 
you know, maybe some of the secondary players. So uh, here he is um, able to rotate and have a nice rotation going with, with some good players, and I, I think he appreciates that. Some things, when football's like a hockey game, a nice skating game, and other times you got to be and kill a penalty uh, in hockey. You were backed up twice in this game. Twice you were backed up and fought your way out of it. Uh, what does that do for this team's confidence, and what does that mean you're able to get it out of there, at least just to flip the field? Yeah, well, the good part was we were able to get the run game going a little bit. We were still striking uh, down the field with the ball. So uh, you want to keep that balance and the ability to do both, uh, depending on what the defense is willing to give up. You know, so we've uh, you know we were able to do that yesterday offensively at a pretty decent rate. So I, you know, we we've got to maintain that and keep getting better at it. Talking about getting better this week now, a lot on the line here. Here come the Chargers, uh, final week of the season, but everything's still in play. The two seed's still there. Uh, this team, this franchise has never had back-to-back 12-win seasons. The work to do this week to get ready. Yeah, well, it's a, it's a, it's a crazy week. It's Christmas. Uh, Merry Christmas to the kingdom, by the way. And um, We appreciate all the support. We know you're going to be out there on the 29th just revved up and ready to go uh, for the Chargers, and our guys are doing the same thing. I mean, they're in here, uh, you know, beating it up and getting themselves ready. It's hard to keep the guys out of here because they're so excited to, uh, to get going. So, uh, And that's that's important, to finish the season the right way. Uh, put the playoffs out of your mind. Let's let's get busy and, and uh, take care of the Chargers. And, and finally, just the fact that it is the holiday season and Christmas time, I know how much you value family. You might you got cute grandkids, I'm just telling you. Um, so do I. But, but the thing is how you balance this time. People say, why is he so consistently successful? I said he understands the human spirit. Just how you balance this week. Well, there's nothing like kids at Christmas. So uh, all my kids have grown up, and I've got these young grandkids. So, you know, Santa, Santa shows up. I mean, that's how it rolls. And uh, But we wish everybody. Uh, it's Hanukkah season also. So we, we wish everybody happy holidays at this time. All right, we're going to let him get back to work. Got to get after the Chargers this week. But, Coach, thanks for joining us today. All right, thanks, Mitch. Hi to those redheads. They're here. And we come back, we're going to do uh, my podcast partner, uh, the Defending the Kingdom man, the 10-year NFL veteran, Sean Barber, will join me. Again, we're at the Hybe Market Grill. We're at 207 Northeast Inglewood. If you want to come join us, we'll be back with more on the Chiefs Kingdom show after this. You're listening to exclusive coverage of Chiefs football. Down and five for the Chiefs at the 12 of the Bears. No score. Big rush to the outside. Mahomes will scramble. He's at the 10. He's at the 5. Touchdown! Kansas City! Patrick Mahomes runs it in from 12 yards. And the Chiefs get a touchdown on their first drive of the game. Back. Here at Inglewood Road at the Hy-Vee Market Grill Express. Yes, we're red, we're rolling. It's time to beat the Bolts' butts this week in a big game this Sunday at Arrowhead Stadium. Uh, I mentioned it is mating season for Weird Wolf. The call went out, and Weird Wife is here tonight, so she walked in late. That's good. The other thing is we've got a reunion tonight. Um, the 1980, I said 81, that's not right. It's the 1980 Olathe High football team is here tonight. A team that went 8-2 and two and just some terrific wins. Uh, Me Asia is one of those. Uh, one over Blue Valley. Somehow slipped up against Wichita East in the playoffs. But they're all here tonight, uh, including the best ref in Kansas. So awesome to have you out here tonight. 
Uh, a reminder that, uh, speaking of Olathe, the Olathe Northwest Ravens basketball team's here tonight. Mad Max and his band of uh, merry men are here tonight. Wahlburgers in Olathe at 119, well, 11935 South Black Bob Road. Brand new menu, 40 new menu items, I should say. Amazing appetites. There's salad sandwiches and big specialty, uh, bigger specialty burgers. That's at Wahlburgers in Olathe. There's only a few of those, actually, in the world. So we have one in Olathe, so... Uh, check it out. It's open till 10 tonight if you're rolling around listening to us. The other thing is the Chiefs Kingdom show, as always, is brought to you by Bad Boy Mowers. Mow with an attitude. Chiefs Kingdom is bad boy country. Speaking of bad boys, he's actually a good boy. Sometimes he's a bad boy, but he is now the prince of the podcast. He is... On the Defending the Kingdom podcast that he and I do together, uh, it's been fun to do it with him. He's also known as Barbershop, a.k.a. Shop, a.k.a. The Spider. <laughs> is a 10-year National Football League veteran and a rising star as it comes to broadcast and social media. Please welcome former chief Sean Barber as our guest tonight. All right, all right, all right. As Mitchell would always say, man, I'm, I, I learned from the best, man. Uh, being able to be by your side all this way, man, just uh, pick up the nuggets, you drop them down, you set them up, I try to hit home runs. Um, that's what we do, we do what we do, man. Uh, I heard about so many different people being here, you know, me having all these monikers, Spider-Man and stuff. I had a list of people I was going to invite. I was going to invite oh. Mysterio, Doc Ock, Sandman, Electro, Kingpin, Green Goblin, Maybe Craven and Venom. Since they call me Spider-Man, those are all my mortal enemies. So oh, next time yeah. I'm going to look for those guys to come. Where's you got to catch you up on there. Is Philip Rivers on there anywhere? Yeah. <laughs> there he is. You didn't mention him. Philip with 1L Rivers. I'm going to Philip 1L. Yeah, with 1L Rivers. Philip with 1L Rivers. After and next week, we're going to call him Philip with 2Ls. Oh, yeah. nice. I like that. Uh, in Mexico City, it was Philip with four Ps for each pick and should have a fifth <laughs> because the Honey Badger dropped one right there. Well, Sean is a defensive savant. He played 10 years in the league. He has got some really perspe- a real perspective here with what's going on with this defense because he played for Coach Reed in Philadelphia, and the defensive staff on that time was led, or one of the defensive coaches was Steve Spagnolo. Now, Setting this up, because we're going to get Barbershop's take on this defense, let's just take a second and list what this defense has done in the past five weeks. They are number one in scoring defense, red zone defense, uh, and third down defense. They have four goal-to-go takeaways. The league average is one. They have six red zone takeaways. The league average is three. They are third overall for the season in goal-to-go defense, this defense is coming together. Sean Barber, what is going on with this defense? Because you know the guys that have put it together. Hey, man, from day one, uh, some of those days back in Philly, listening to Jim Johnson and Coach Spags uh, preach to us about how important it was to play red zone defense. Every great defense, if there's one thing you have to do, is in the red zone. Um, you have to be you, you have to be able to uh, um, put your feet, your back against the wall, and you got to be able to fight like no other. That's that's when a uh, test of a defense, a test of a man, uh, really comes and rises to the surface. Is when you get in that area. That that's that's that those 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 times in the game when it's time for you to make a stop before. Um, 
uh, keeping a team out of the end zone, forcing the uh, uh, attempt field goals, and not only forcing them to pick, uh, attempt field goals, but sometimes taking the ball away and le- leaving them with nothing or turnovers and downs like what we did uh, yesterday. Let's talk about what we did last night. First and goal to go for the Bears at the five. First and goal to go for the Bears at the five. They got exactly uh, no points. What about that, Stan? You talk about digging your heels in, Stan, and Alamo. They ain't getting in. Yeah, it's two-thirds of the teams defensively would have gave up. First and third, uh, first first and goal at the five, they were to go ahead and concede. Um, yeah, they're probably going to score. Let's say let's go on to the next series. We got a little bit of lead. Let's give them seven points and continue uh, the game at 17-7. This defense is not trying to be good. They're trying to be great. They're trying to be phenomenal. Each game, they have their own list of uh, uh, what they're going to accomplish, um, the do's and the don'ts. And really, if you watch what Honey Badger is saying, you watch what Chris Jones is saying, Frank Clark, and now T. Sizzle, they, they don't believe anybody deserves to score on them. You might luck up and get one. You might luck up. You better ask the ref to throw a flag and give you the ball at the one, and you still might not get in. But they don't expect anybody to uh, be scoring on them, and that's the type of swagger, uh, that's the type of mentality and toughness you you, you want your team having going into um, um, January football, playoff football. To your point, in this five-game winning streak, teams have had 13 red zone penetrations, 20 and in. They have three touchdowns in 13 chances. Yeah. That is crazy good. This Chiefs defense has been the number one defense in the league. It's been interesting to see. How about the Honey Badger? You like the Honey Badger? Love him. Yeah. The Honey Badger is huge. I'm telling you, they, they put out, did you see the video they put out of like the Honey Badger fighting the Jackals to eat the python? <laughs> I go, that's the last five weeks of, that's game tape. Yeah. The last five weeks. What Tyron Matthews brought to this team, he was on the show, some of you were here that night, um, but he's bringing more than just his playmaking ability. Yeah, he, he's bringing it like a, when you talk about full service, he's doing it on the field, off the field. he's doing it in the community, um, great family man, um, but he's, he's leading these young men. He, he was put into a room with some, with some, with some young corners um, and then a drafted corner with Juan Thornhill, and he told them, like, like age is an excuse. You being a young man in this league, that's not an excuse to make mistakes. That's not a, uh, we don't want to hear about no growing pains. You have skills and abilities, like uh, Andy tells those guys, let your personality show, but you have to have a leader in that room that can uh, calm the storm sometimes after uh, uh, back-to-back penalties, right? The referees calling holding penalties. Instead of our, our corners yiping and, 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 and you know, uh, arguing with the refs about the corner, hey, man, let's get to the next play. Play your leverage. Uh, I'll make a play. Or Juan will make a we'll, we'll, we'll make up for you. Let us know what leverage you got. We'll make up for you. Um, now you see what the Honey Badger's doing. He's pointing to the dome. He's letting that quarterback know, man. At the end of the day, I'm smarter than you. I'm, I'm running this thing from the defensive side, and I'm smarter than you, so you better watch where you throw the ball. And you've seen these quarterbacks hesitate a little bit. They've looked at him and thought about it a few times. They don't know if he's a deep third, deep half. He's a whole player, so they keep an eye on him, and that's letting that rush get to him. So as long as he stays in their head, um, I think this defense is going to be just fine. It's the different guys making plays, too. Last time we played the Chargers in Mexico City, Dan Sorensen shut the door on him, making that oh, pick yeah. at the end, right? Dirty Dan's had a good year now. He played the broken leg last year, all right? So he's back. Uh, then you look at what Thornhill has done, the pick against Drew Locke. The dude's a tackling machine mm-hmm. now. 
He makes the play. They, the Bears thought they were going to score on that goal to go because they had the tricky quarterback run play. Whoops. Uh, Juan Thornhill shows up. Okay, these safeties now are playing off the chart. Then you throw in the corners. Ward, uh, Ward plays the, the fade and knocks it down. Oh, Breland knocks it away from Julian Edelman. It isn't one or two guys. It's all of them doing this. Yeah, it's contagious. What, 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 what um, Honey Badger's brought here is a sense of arrogance um, that you don't see many athletes have. Uh, everybody talks about it's a quarterback-driven league. Offensive, uh, the, the, the refs are changing the rules for people to score points. That, that, that's a cowardly mentality. If you're a man, you're playing defense, I don't, like, I don't care what the rules are. If I got the opportunity to knock the ball from you, you gotta put, you gotta complete the catch. Just cause it hits your hands don't mean you completed it. So I got a chance, and we saw a couple weeks ago him punching the ball out from, um, uh, with, uh, Cortland Finneran. Um, yep. um, Cortland Sutton, Sutton. Um, with the Broncos when, yep. when he thought he had a touchdown and uh, the Honey Badger at the last second ripped it out there. He does things with such balance and such um, intention. Um, those type of things, you have to be uh, uber confident in your ability, what you're supposed to do, but then you have to trust the other people around you. And as this defense has grown together, everybody was worried after week one through four, but what the guys in the locker room saw is like, man, we're growing together. So we might have, you know, we might have gave up 30 points, might have get, but our communication's getting better. Our feel for one another. We're, we're, we're growing together. We're feeling more comfortable. We have not, we're building that swag on the field. So, I mean, whatever happened in the, in the first half of the season, let it be. But this last couple of weeks as we get into the playoffs, there is no defense playing better than the Chiefs defense. No, the 1980 Olathe High Eagles are here tonight. They would strike fear into folks with their eight wins. Turner, Bonner Springs, Ottawa. Uh, but I'm going to tell you, when I saw Mitchell Trubisky scrambling toward me, toward the sideline that I was on, and he was being chased by Terrell Suggs and Frank Clark. (laughs) And you know what I was thinking? I was thinking two different things. One, Neil Smith and Derek Thomas chasing whomever. That's a good duo right there. Oh, 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 oh. Let's go back to the most underrated defense in the history of this league, the 69 Chiefs, with six pro football hall of famers on that defense what do you think it was like having buck buchanan Ooh. jerry Mays, or bobby bell chasing you that's what it gives me chills to talk about it because that's what my mind was going to seeing trubisky going oh my gosh it's suggs and frank yeah. <laughs> trubisky made it what you call a business decision right every once in a while on the field you got to decide if you want that smoke you want that heat you really want that action uh most times he's young you make a business decision you step out of bounds you don't want to let those guys uh um, um lay heavy on you like like you've seen those guys do so many times uh but i, I love you know t sizzle is bringing the arrogance he's bringing some extra swag and what he's bringing is that uh, one thing that Tehran can't is that playoff mentality how to survive the playoffs how to achieve and uh, win a super bowl all that uh, experience from his time with baltimore he's he, he i mean He's going to be an open book. He's going to let them guys, hey, ask all the questions you need. Let's let's figure out right now how this thing is going to turn out. Um, and now we just got to go out there and make plays. And it was so exciting to see him get here. And not only just get here and be a part, bring his spiral notebook, be ready to take notes, but get on the field days later and be an impact, impactful player. That's how you know this man has built a champion. He's a, he's a championship pedigree right there, and we love what T. Sizzle's doing here. Yeah, he has won the whole enchilada, so he brings that uh, perspective. And uh, Spags told me last week he's already brought that to our meeting rooms. So what a terrific pickup uh, by Brett Veach to do that. Hey, when this defense is just 
crushing it. And for five weeks, you know how this works, Barbershop. you got to keep it going. No, this is you, dog. Here we go. It is time for this defense to continue to roll in the memories of Neil Smith and the late DT and the 69 Chiefs. It's time to put the hammer down, baby. You have got We're going to come back with more because now all of a sudden the defense is clicking with the offense. What's going on with this offense? Because they are hitting it as well. Exciting times, people. Get ready to beat the Bulls. It's a big game coming up on Sunday. Back with more with Barbershop. Shop, uh, the Spider-Man. Sean Barber with us tonight. We're at the uh, Inglewood Road in Gladstone. Back with more after this on the Chiefs Fox Football Radio Network. First down goal to go for the Chiefs at the six. Spencer Ware is in at running back. He's to the left of Mahomes. Demarcus Robinson to the right. Kelsey now walks into a slot left. Quick inside. Go! Touchdown! Kansas City! Travis Kelsey on the pivot route inside. Burning buster screen. And the Chiefs have three drives, three scores to lead 16 to nothing. Welcome back to the Hy-Vee Market Grill Express. We're in Inglewood Road in the Northland, Gladstone area. By the way, a big announcement next week. Originally on the all of the stuff that was pre-printed, had it uh, being in Gladstone on North Prospect. We're at Berry Road next week. So Snowstorm Sandy leads the way on this. Berry Road next week. Think Berry Road. Uh, not Don't go to uh, the Gladstone location and uh, North Gladstone. And a reminder, Wahlburgers and Olathe, brand new, 40 new items, amazing appetizers. There aren't many of these Wahlburgers in the, on the earth, and there is one in Olathe, which is great. And we got a lot of Olathe flavor here tonight. Puppet ladies here tonight from Olathe. Olathe Northwest Ravens basketball team is here tonight. Uh, and the Olathe High School football team from 1980 is here celebrating their 8-2 season. That just, it, it doesn't matter, dude. You're out. Uh, so we're going to have Puppet Lady maybe take a lap around. Puppet Lady, take a lap around so let everybody see what we got to do. we got to beat uh, the uh, Bolts this week. Uh, by the way, for, for Barbershop being here tonight, we got him some swag. Uh-oh. Yep, he gets a... Uh, I love a little swag, a, man. He gets a gift certificate from hy V. Also, we're hooking him up for uh, Houndstooth. So the uh, full-line men's clothing store in the River Market, Houndstooth, and eventually we'll get him something from Smoke and Fire, right? We'll set him up. But again, Sean Barber, our guest tonight, uh, former Chiefs, Eagles, Redskins linebacker, uh, played with uh, Force Bags and played for Coach Reed. So, But let's go to the offensive side of the ball. You just heard Kelsey. What a terrific route that was. He ran an arrow route or a little outside in kind of making an arrow design, and the Bears had no clue what to do with him. I'm so proud of him. I'm going to feature him this week in my Minute with Mitch stuff because Barbershop, he started on July 22nd. Travis Kelsey got to camp with the quarterbacks and the rookies, and he treated that like he was a rookie. He has kept the throttle open ever since then. He has not slowed down. What about the year Kelsey's had? Man, Kelsey is one of those guys that we saw at a training camp. He got there early. Right, some of our initial podcasts we're going through training camp. But guys get there early sometimes and just like, oh, I'm here early. I'm here. I'm here. Early. Yeah, your first year, your yeah. second year. But, but he not, was on it. Man. He was a Pro Bowl, uh, safe, uh, Pro Bowl tight end coming back, um, coming back from a perennial offense. All the numbers they put up, 
He was there early, and he looked juiced. He, we saw a little bit of extra in his step. When he caught that ball, he was, he was planting that foot, giving you a little jiggle at the top of his routes. Uh, if you go back to our podcast, listen, we, 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 that was one of the guys who we, 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 we uh, noted the fact that he was in camp early, and he didn't look like he was uh, um, slow rolling it. He was coming out fast, exciting. He was hitting, the, you know, hitting the right the the, the routes and the, and the um, hitting the right steps. Uh, him and Mahomes, was, they was they've been on pace since uh, early August, and even in the off season when he was doing those throwing those camps out at all the local high schools and finding uh, anybody to throw it to. Uh, Kelsey was one of the guys who was showing up um, early and often. Um, but now it's it's got to a point during the season where Kelsey, his expectation of himself, even even in some of these weeks where we've ended up winning, and he's not playing. He was one of the guys come out of the locker room. Like, hey, shop man, I gotta do better than that. Like, you know, we won the game. You, you know, hey man, you caught eight balls, whatever. No, no, but those two I dropped, man. I gotta be better. Like, especially after that fumble. Yep. Oh man, you know, I lost ground, and man, I got. I'm smarter than that. You know, he's been so, so, so much of a uh, uh, critiquing his own abilities out there and demanding excellence from himself. That's how leaders lead, not just by talking to talk, but you gotta go out there and walk the walk. Two straight years, uh, well, he's had two years of 1,200 yards receiving. That's never happened by a tight end in NFL history. That is huge. huge. Four straight seasons of 1,000-yard receivings by a tight end. That's never happened in the 100-year history of the league. That is huge. huge. You can list them all. Even T-Guns has not done that. So now, I mean, Gronk, Graham, all the – they kept going way back – Nobody's done what Kelsey has done. To say he is all in is an understatement. He was all in from the beginning of this year, and he just continues. He smells it. He sniffs it. He wants to get this done. Yeah, I think what what, what defenses have realized is that early on, um, you, you got to figure out how you're going to attack the Chiefs' def- on offense. Either you're going to take away Kelsey and, and, and put a, a corner on him or a safety, or you're going to double Tyreek Hill. Right, you got to do. You got to try to do one or the other way. You only got eleven guys to do it with, right? You, you still, you still need seven, eight guys to take away the run, and then you got McCole Hartman running the four-two. Then you got D. Rob going across the middle. You got Sammy Watkins. Um, we saw what he did week one against Jacksonville. When you, when you forget about him, he'll, he'll beat you. He's a game wrecker. Um, when you have that many different weapons and a guy who's creative enough to be able to utilize all those weapons, it becomes a, a nightmare for defensive coordinators. Um, trying to figure out how you're going to stop, consistently stop um, Pat Mahomes in the Kansas City offense. Yeah, so Kelsey being underrated, it sounds weird, but his all-in-ness uh, has been underrated. The second thing that comes to mind here, unless you talk about that, and something you and I have talked about when I was watching the video flying home last night from Chicago, the way Tyreek Hill is running routes, we know he's blazing fast. He's faster than the road runner, right? He's the cheetah. We know he can high point the ball. He's strong ox as an ox, pound for pound. He's like an NCAA wrestling champion. But Shop, I'm telling you, his routes, yeah. he, these are like Antonio Brown routes <laughs> when he was when AB was in his prime. Yeah, yeah. I don't, comebacks, I mean, it's it's double moves, triple moves. I just can't believe how good he is right now at running routes. He's uncoverable. You get a lot of guys who enter the league, and they're known as being fast guys. And because everybody tells them they're fast, they think that's their uh, that's their ticket. I'm going to outrun people. I'm just going to. I'm going to create separation just by outrunning defenses. What they don't understand, the coordinator is, hey, we, we can we can bracket coverage, we can double, we can do things that I don't care how fast you are, you, you're not going to get away from us. But a route that's run precisely at the right depth, at the right speed, at the right tempo. Once the quarterback and receiver are on the same page, there is no defending the perfect pass. 
I don't care if you double, triple team. I don't care if you jam him with help inside, outside. There is no way if, if, if he's in the slot and he has, you know, six, seven or 12 yards to, to work a route, if, if, if there's a one-on-one, even if it's a bracket coverage, if the route is ran precise, precisely right and you have a quarterback who's accurate as our guys with the strength of his arm and they get it there on time, you can't cover it. Yeah. And because he's got so much down the field speed, guys got to respect that. And so they're a little bit shy, a little bit sheepish when it comes to jamming them because you don't want to get burnt in the first two steps of his route. So, so you got to give him a little bit of a cushion. Well, then he stops and breaks it off. And now you got five yards to try to tackle a guy who can get the top speed in two steps. And that's how you see a three-yard stop route goes seven yards, and now we got second and three. Those are the downs that the offensive coordinator salivates over. Second and two, second and three. But going to Tyreek here early and often on first down, man, that's just money in the bank. You know that bad dream I told you about when quarterbacks are thinking, waking up in the middle of the night and it's T-Sizzle uh, <laughs> and Frank Clark? That's what a corner thinks when you got to cover Tyreek Hill. His double moves, you mentioned it, his comebacks and stuff, oh, my gosh. He's just he's becoming fantastic with it. Mm-hmm. I mean, it's kind of like the Olathe High team. When they had the best ref in Kansas and they had Bill Leone in the slot, couldn't cover those dudes. Like Bonner Springs guys would be up all night, couldn't cover them. Uh, <laughs> By the way, while we're talking about that, Olathe High beat me age back in the 1980 season. But your son, uh, an outstanding player, a cornerback for the Miege Stags, state champions this year. But uh, I'm going to give you a little bit of a time here to talk about your son, who's a heck of a high school uh, football player. Oh, man, he had, he's had uh, some perseverance. He's recovered from two, two different surgeries, a lower body surgery and a shoulder surgery, uh, but continued to uh, pursue his love of football. Uh, he's graduated. Um, uh, hasn't accepted, but he got um, um He's got to accept. He's got. He's got. A co- you know, college accepting um, University of Kansas. So he's going to be able to choose between KU and maybe a couple other schools. Um, he did have a coach from Baker show him some interest to continue playing football. But I think after the surgeries and all he's done, um, he's going to have to make a decision whether he wants to continue to play or not. But then I got a, a younger one who's, who's who's got a little swag to his own self. He doesn't play football. He's a he's a hoop star. Um, Noah Barber. Uh, uh, he's a ninth grade at Blue Valley North. And so he's going to try to uh, go up there with those Blue Valley North Huskies, and and, uh, and his, his dream is being in the MLB. He wants to be the uh, the, the, the next two hit wit. Well, but it, there's a BBN's got some history. They got some, some history. Dudes that's in right. That's right. Major League Baseball, but I don't. Is your sons are they open to recruiting still? Is it still open? They, I think so. I mean, because the Pike House is here tonight from uh-oh. K-State. And they're here to recruit from the Pike Alpha Alpha, so they might, you might have, and they got all kinds of money, they, oh man. all kinds of money. You hey, got, I like that new, that new coach at K State. Uh, he got them, he got them guys rolling right now. I don't know, they, that's a football program right there. That, yes, K-State, he does. Them Wildcats don't play. Oh yeah, and the bowl game against Navy coming up uh, in uh, Memphis. But here come the Chargers, um, and I can't even call them the LA Chargers. You notice I never, I've yeah. never called them on the air yet. That that that's the Bolts or the Chargers. One, I feel bad for the people in San Diego. There's just so many great people there in San Diego whose team was taken from yeah. them. And then you and I have been to Carson. It's like, Carson, like it's a oof. And they don't know. Now they're maybe going to the new stadium. We don't know you or not. But the comments coming out, like Melvin Gordon yesterday was like, we can't wait to get out of this yeah. place. I mean, this it's been hard on this Charger team to play the last three years in this kind of limbo state. You played in the league for 10 years. Um, you've helped coach at camp. For guys to be that uncertain in their surroundings, what does that do or basically not do to a team or can wreck a team? Yeah, I guess, I guess the way I can compare it is, uh, you know, when guys are at training camp, 
you're you know you're, you're together building as a team, but you're away from home, and so it, you do feel a little bit. Uh, and it's not a homesick because you're working so hard, but um, you, you don't have the comforts of home. And it kind of feels like to me the Chargers have been like at training camp for the last two seasons, just consistently, consistently at training camp, never really uh, feeling at home. You know, the stadium only only seats like fifty thousand, and only ten thousand show up. Uh, the away team outsells the home team, so they always play, they've been playing on the road for like two years straight. It seats uh, twenty-seven <laughs> five. It seats twenty-seven. Oh five. my good! It never, and it's never filled up, right? You can't even get twenty-seven in there. Um, hey, there but, were more Raider fans at their game than were at Oakland at Raider games. Always, I don't always. Know that was, but anyway. But but yeah, it's just a difficult circumstance. Man, t- tough circumstances to um, not really feel like a, that home uh, atmosphere. Um, and then even with the quarterback, right? He. he he travels to, to, to practice via bus every day. and So, I mean, it's, it's a mess from the top down. Um, that, that, that franchise seemed like it's been uh, haunted ever since they got rid of a coach after 14 wins. Yeah, that wasn't real smart. Anyway, we're going to let you go, Barbershop. Thanks for coming. We're going to be on the podcast tomorrow, and we're going to get into your questions. Yeah, Sean Barber, it's time to put the, the hammer down, down, baby. Back to wrap up the show and a big announcement after this. You're listening to exclusive coverage of Chiefs football. Trubisky trying to spin away. Still nowhere. Sack back at his own 45. A 14-yard sack. Chris Jones will get the sack, the ambassador from the Sack Nation. Yes, the ambassador at the Embassy of Sack Nation is Chris Stone Cold Jones. All right, big announcement. Next week it is not in Gladstone. The Kingdom Show will be on Barry Road, still in the Northland, Barry Road. And our guest, for the next two weeks, we will feature the Chiefs that are in the top 100 of all-time NFL players. Jan Stenerud, next week. On the Chiefs Fox Football Radio Network. You've been listening to the Chiefs Kingdom Show. Check out the full library of on-demand Chiefs content, including the Chiefs Kingdom Show podcast, only at kcchiefsradio.com. You're listening to exclusive coverage of Chiefs football.